You know, there's a phrase I've heard a few times. Uh, maybe you've heard it. It is, uh, if you know, you know, right? Like there's some sort of insider information, you know of something and you kind of give that look like, well, if you know, you know. You know, sometimes people look at Christianity and think, you know, there's some sort of weird something. They just must know something we don't know. Here's the great news. This message of Jesus is not some insider information. In fact, God desired to reveal himself in such a way that the world could know. There's a scripture verse that talks about God with us, Emmanuel, we hear it at Christmas time. But in John chapter one, it says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. I want you to think about that for a moment. The word, the eternal God became flesh. Now that is a mystery. The writer of Hebrews mentions it this way. Listen to God's word. Long ago at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Now I want you to imagine all the images you've seen of Christmas in all of these years gone by. You have the baby in a manger, you have the stable, you have all the animals, the angels all surrounding it. But I want us to take a look into the manger just for a moment and understand something. Did you hear the words of the writer of Hebrews? That baby created the world? That baby upholds the universe with his hands? I don't know about you, but I've met a lot of babies. None of them compare to that, right? There's something different. But not only that, but as we read in Hebrews, Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. Jesus is the exact imprint of the nature of God. So when we look into the manger for a moment today, can we understand it goes way beyond a child in a manger, but a God who so desired for us to know him, there was no way to do it except for him to do this. And this is the takeaway, this is it, this is hard. It's hard to understand, hard to grasp. But Jesus, is God wrapped in human flesh. Jesus is God wrapped in human flesh. That's what scripture was teaching us there. And so as we celebrate the greatness of this holiday, as we celebrate Jesus, we understand that it's the glory of God that has come. And when we consider the manger, we consider his glory. God with us means Literally that, God came to dwell among us. Now there's a picture of that. I'm gonna read Hebrews again. I'm gonna to tie together this verse in Philippians. I want you to hear God's word. So here it is again. Long ago at many times in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, 
whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God to be a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. How do you contain the uncontainable? How do you contain God? Well, in this case, God came to us wrapped in human flesh and we call his name Jesus. You know, John said that they beheld the glory of God. There's a story. Jesus had taken the disciples up on a mountain and he was there to pray. And as they typically did, they'd pray a while and sleep a while. You ever done that? Pray a while, sleep a while, pray a while. That's what was going on. And as they were on this mountain, they were praying. James, John, and Peter, they fall asleep. And scripture tells us that the face of Jesus was changed and his garments illuminated with the glory of God. These three guys who were asleep, they woke up. Scripture says their eyes got wide open and finally they realized, whoa, this is something different. And scripture tells us that Peter, James, and John beheld the glory of God. What happened? For a brief moment, Jesus unwrapped that glory of God so that they could see him for who he was. That's Christmas time for us, isn't it? That we take a moment to remember that God has chosen to reveal himself to us through his son and his glory is unwrapped so that we can have this moment. So what do we do with that? Well, Peter spoke up and he said, okay, we need, look, I see Moses, I see Elijah. Uh, we need to build um, places, tents for them so we can worship them. Can you imagine? I mean, that's a great response, worship, right? We see the glory of God. Their response was to worship. That's good, except they went a little too far because he wanted to build a, a temple or a, a tent for all three. And you know what happened? You see, there's no name above the name of Jesus. So God said, stop. Moses is amazing. Elijah, what a prophet. But Jesus, that name alone deserves worship. The majesty, the glory of Jesus. May we worship him.